friend, welcome to Brilliant Business Moms, a podcast all about helping brilliant women just like you to build a business on the side while spending time with their families. I'm your host, Beth Ann Schwamberger, and we're going to have a great time together. Let's get started. So today on the show, I'm so excited to welcome Alice Turner of YourDoulaBag.com. Alice is a birth doula, a Lamaze childbirth educator, and an online business owner, which is so cool for being a doula as well. She has over 10 years of experience working as a doula and now has translated that into having a successful e-commerce store as well as selling online courses. Alice is a mom to four kids and has a supportive husband too. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Alice. Hey, guys. I'm I'm totally realizing I forgot to let everybody listening know that this is an extra special interview because Victoria from the Brilliant Business Moms team is also here. <laughs> and so so welcome Victoria. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, I didn't want to like let the cat out of the bag or anything before we announced it, but yes, you Beth Ann invited me to come on with this one, which is so fun because a lot of you know And if you don't, I also am a doula as well. And I'm a customer of Alice's business. So it was kind of a fun connection. So hopefully it'll be helpful for the interview. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I'll have you jump in with the next question for for Alice. Okay, fun. So Alice, I would like to ask you, you also, we kind of said you run an e-commerce store. I do want to talk a little bit about that before we get into your online courses. One thing I would love to know is how do you choose like what you're going to stock in your store? You know, like I'm sure there's lots of interest. Like how do you go about deciding what to keep and keeping track of quantities and that sort of thing? Because it's kind of interesting doing it online versus like a brick and mortar keeping and, you know, selling your storefront. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's definitely been a learning process over the years. So the e-commerce store has been around since 2009. And I really started out with mostly just tools, thinking that doulas wanted, you know, mostly tools for their bag. They were getting started in their business. And then I realized that it seems like doulas are interested in some more fun products instead of tool, instead of just tools. So I started adding you know, more fun things like t-shirts and buttons and stickers and that kind of thing. And it's really been really a balance. I, I get some ideas when I go to a conference. I'll attend like a doula conference and or maybe a childbirth education conference and just see, have some different products on the table and see like, you know, what's drawing people's attention, what are they excited about. And then from there, I kind of can change the the what I'm offering online to match the needs of my customers. So yeah, it's fun though. And sometimes people will send me emails like, why aren't you carrying this? Or I I could buy everything at your store except for this one product. Can you start carrying that? So that's always fun too, to hear from customers and see what's lacking out there in the, in the internet availability. Right. That's a, and I have a follow up question, but first I want to comment. That's probably, that's a very good strategy. You just kind of mentioned of going to conferences for people who might be struggling with online and wishing they had like an in-person connection. Maybe find a conference and set up a booth and then just see what people gravitate to towards your table, you know, and have questions. Like that's kind of a nice way 
to, to break that barrier if you've been struggling with that maybe. But my follow-up question would be, do you have any tools that you use to manage your inventory? Like do you use an online base or like a spreadsheet? You know, how do you track your inventory? Yeah, so I my store is on the Shopify platform right now, and it is pretty easy to manage inventory that way. So yeah, so I use their tools, a lot of their built-in tools just to keep track of inventory, and it's it's still a little bit challenging trying to you know balance between doing selling products and doing training. So it is a different. They're two different. I thought they would be more alike. When I, when I started the online training, I thought that there would be a lot of back and forth between customers and the same person that's buying a t-shirt would be interested in a course, but I'm not always finding that to be the case, which has been a little bit surprising. So anyway, yeah, I use Shopify. Back to Shopify. Yes, I use that for my inventory. Awesome. Yeah. And my store, my online store where I sell planners and some other things, it's also Shopify. Love it. It's Oh, cool. It's good, right? Yes. It's yeah, so easy to set up. Although I'm curious. So I I really want to touch on that. Your your point about your customers being a little bit different for each product. But first I was curious, do you stock everything out of your home for your store and then fulfill your product orders yourself? Or is there a different system you're using for that? Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, that is a great question. And it's changed kind of along the way. Started off all on my own, you know, with a closet full of inventory. And then as I grew and had more orders, I contracted out my shipping to actually someone in my in my neighborhood. So they did had all the inventory and did all the shipping for me and orders would just pass through. And that worked out really well until she was no longer able to do it, which was like, it was late last year sometime. And so now it's back <laughs> under my duty and it's, it's pretty challenging. And actually I haven't formally announced it, but I'm, I'm going to be looking for a buyer for the products version of my business sometime this year. So it's kind of a, the, a new development that I'm, but what, because I've found that there isn't a, as much overlap as I thought between customers. And yeah, I think it might be time to kind of separate the two businesses. So. Okay. Very interesting. And I mean, I think that makes sense. Like, you know, at some point it's kind of spreading yourself really thin. And so you're going to dig deep on, on one branch of your business instead. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little, it's a time that's, you know, for growth and kind of sad at a point, you know, I, I love the products, but I feel like if I want to focus on helping doulas run their business, that I should really spend more of my time doing that, which is really my mission with my company. And yeah, so that's, that's in the works. So some brilliant business moms might be interested. They should follow you and keep an eye out for your all call, right? For a buyer potentially. Yeah, that's right. So Alice, you were just saying that your customers from courses to kind of your products are different. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like how did you notice? Do you have any ways of talking specifically to one group and then the other? You know, how do you manage talking to two different sets of people essentially within your business? Yeah, that that has been fun and challenging as well. So I see that the product side really attracts, I would say doulas kind of 
the the tools that I sell attract or the main customers for tools for your doula bag seem to be doulas just starting out. So, you know, they're just took training. They're excited to get their bag ready, which doulas usually carry a bag of, you know, different tricks and tools to help with what they're doing at, at a birth. And then it seems like the, the, the courses, the training side of the business is really a doula that might be a little bit past that initial setting up their bag and they realize they really want to make this their business work, but they're not really sure the exact steps to go through to, to have a successful business. And so they're really ready to kind of get serious about the business side. Whereas the products business is either the new doulas that need tools or also doulas that have maybe been doing it for years, but they want to just embrace the profession with a bumper sticker or a t-shirt or that type of thing. So it's almost like the doulas in the middle that have their tools, but they're not ready to necessarily celebrate every day being a doula. They really just want to figure out how to make it work or doing the trainings. Yeah, that makes sense. And I can say personally, that's definitely how I came to be one of your customers as, as a new doula. Like I bought half of your inventory, I'm pretty sure, to put in my doula bag. And then it kind of hit me like, oh, you can't keep buying Alice's wonderful inventory if you're not making any money. So then I, I got involved with your online training. Yeah, so I think that makes a lot of sense. And personally, I've certainly seen that in my like relationship to your business. So Cool. Yeah, and then I didn't I didn't really speak about how I speak to both ta- both groups, but I would say, you know, I try to write blog, do blogging and videos about more about the business side, and then we'll do sales and, you know, maybe Instagram on more of a product side cuz that really lends itself to pictures. So, but when I'm writing blogs or doing videos, it's not usually about products or like how to use a product. I don't usually do it that way. I usually talk more about business, like how to set up an electronic contract or something like that. That makes sense. And we've kind of found a similar thing with brilliant business moms. Like Victoria, for example, is like an Instagram pro when it comes to uh, posting about our planner. (laughs) And then when it comes to the business, like so selling business courses, that's where I'm using webinars and video to build a relationship and teach and sell that way. Perfect. That's awesome. So Alice, I know that you're rebranding, you you touched on that a bit, but you're going from your doula bag to 100% doula. And I got to be honest with you, the whole idea of rebranding, that seems like overwhelming and scary and all sorts of stressful things. (laughs) So I'd just love to hear more from you on like, what does that look like? What are the steps that you've gone through and how's that working for you? Yeah, it is very daunting and it has taken a while and it, it's kind of led me to, to the decision that I have made to break out the product side of my business. I, I found that when I started offering different types of things, so, you know, offering products and offering classes and offering webinars and it, I feel like it was a little bit confusing to my customer. They would say, well, you know, if I, if I was at a conference, for example, they'd say, Oh, don't you sell the, those backpacks that I love? And I'd say, yes. And I also teach this class. And 
I, you know, you could learn how to do an interview in this online course. So it was, I think, a little bit confusing for my customer, especially keeping the name your doula bag because it, it really seems more like a product-based business. So, so the 100% doula was a name that seemed to encompass have the flexibility to go with products or services or I also have a program called Your Doula Biz that does data management. So it kind of is an umbrella, I feel like, over all of those. But getting the word out about it, you know, has been, I kind of trickled it out where I would, like, I changed Instagram and some of the social media platforms are a little bit easier to rebrand, such as Instagram's easy, Twitter's super easy. It was almost like no one even said anything after I changed both platforms. But Facebook is is hard. So I'm still your doula bag on Facebook, but it's a little bit more of a process going through. And then just trying to educate customers like, hey, I have a new name and I don't think I'm I'm completely there yet. I think a lot of people still know me as your doula bag. And I've even had some customers that seemed like they were sad that I was changing the name. So that's interesting too, (laughs) trying to deal with that and manage that. I love, Alice, how you took your service-based business, which you still do, but you turned it into an online business as well with your course. I mean, you have this awesome business course for doulas. And I feel like that's something where I think there's a lot of women out there who have a fabulous skill they could teach on, but they would be super nervous to turn that into a course. And so I was curious to know, like, what advice would you give that woman? How did you jump into that online business space from being a a service-based business? So I heard most of the question. You cut out just a little bit, but basically – you're curious, like, how did I decide to go and make the leap from service to, like, teaching people about that service? Is that right? Yes, exactly. So I love I love being a doula. I love talking about the work, and I love reading about it, thinking about it, you know, just, like, it's really, it really, it gets me excited, and I, I really like going, I mean, I keep talking about conferences, but they are that even though there aren't that many, they they have had a big impact on my business decisions because when I have gone to conferences and, you know, just informally sat down and talked to doulas before I started any of this, you know, other online business um, trainings and products and everything, I found that I was answering a lot of questions. And so, you know, Maybe a doula would say, oh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to balance like childcare and being a doula. And so I would, I'd get so excited like, oh yeah, this is really hard for me, but I figured out by doing this and this. And then, you know, maybe someone else would want to know about like, oh, I see that you're on Twitter a lot. Well, what do you use Twitter for? And how are you using that with your business? And I, you know, be talking about that. And then I realized like, oh, I, I don't know who is out there talking about like running a business as a doula or selling products to doulas. And maybe this can be something that I, that I do, you know, there does, there seems to be a a bit of a, a gap in that offering out there. And since then, definitely other companies have filled that gap and are filling that gap, which is exciting that there are other offerings that are similar 
for doulas. But I think after I found, found that I was answering a lot of questions or even if someone is on the fence and thinking, if they see themselves like maybe on Facebook and groups and they sort of have answers to a lot of things that people are asking, then I think that it is, it only makes sense that they would be a great person to teach about it or to help others do it because they have a lot of knowledge that they could share and, and help people. Yeah. So that, that's kind of what led me to doing that. And then I don't give it, you know, I'm still doing the work of a doula because it really is what I love. And I do have some of my customers will say, like, they'll see a picture on Instagram where I'm at the hospital and they'll say, oh my gosh, you're still a doula? And I said, well, yeah, of course I am. Like, that's what I do. <laughs> so I don't want to give up that just because I have other stuff going on. And I think I'm, it's a job that I can always learn from. And I think it's important if I'm teaching about it that I you know, stay relevant and know what's going on too. So. Yeah. I had two thoughts there. I think one, it's great that you just kind of said like, Hey, I get this question a lot. I'm the person to answer it. I feel like that's definitely, you know, like the spark of an entrepreneur to say, Oh, this is a problem. Well, I'm the person to give you, you know, a solution. So I think that's great and hopefully inspiring to a lot of people of, you know, that they, they can be that person. They can be the answer. And you touched on this too, but you definitely don't seem to have a scarcity mindset. Like it's not a problem that other people are now doing what you originally started doing because, you know, you have your business and it's going well. And the second thought was, it's, could you maybe talk some more about like you still practicing as a doula, but then also running this business? I know a lot of our ladies have many interests and sometimes you can kind of feel crazy, like pursuing two things at once, right? Because you're essentially running two businesses at the same time. How do you keep that separate? Obviously, yours are a little interconnected, but how do you kind of keep that divide? Or is it a divide? Like, do you even think about it? Like, I'm running two businesses, or is it kind of all the same for you? Because it's it's you. It's what you're interested in. Yeah. they. I definitely think they're connected. I have the luxury, I think, at where I am in my doula service business right now, that I, with, with repeat clients, because people often, a lot of my clients have have more babies. And so I'm able to They're like, we'll do this again. Alice was great. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice. So I'm able to kind of slack off where it comes to marketing and the marketing side of my business side of my doula, my personal doula business. And so I can spend kind of the marketing energy and, and that kind of thing on my other online programs. So that's lucky that I'm able to kind of get enough clients just by referrals from previous clients and from repeat clients. So you're not, you're not like starting up two at the same time. Like one is on kind of autopilot as far as coast coast, and one is okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of coasting and I am uh, try, trying, attempting to do a little bit more teaching of childbirth classes. So I'm working with a new group we formed um, of Lamaze educators here in Atlanta. And unfortunately, I find that I don't have as much time as I want, as I'd love to devote to that or, you know, my doula services. But I, I just try to make peace with that in my head that I, I can at least sort of keep myself in that game, but not 
having to spend a lot of energy on growing the business. That's that particular business. And so I can grow the other business. So with that, Alice, because this is what I could see a lot of other women struggling with is, so they're going to jump online, like you had essentially your service-based business a bit on autopilot because you're getting those referrals and everything. You're going online and thinking, okay, how am I going to get my first customers, you know, for my course? And I know you had connections at conferences, so I'm curious, was it... Was it word of mouth to get those first couple of students in the door too? Or you know, were there other marketing strategies that really helped you grow that online course side of things? Yeah. So I think what helped with the growing the course or just kind of start getting it started was I was doing a fair amount of regular blogging and videos. So I would do videos on, you know, certain topics that were related to running a doula business. And, and as my email list was growing, I would send out, you know, information about, oh, I just wrote this blog and most of my blogs have a video. And so because the course is a video based course, I think that helped people like, oh, I already know what her style is because I've seen all these YouTube videos. So maybe a course that's similar would help. And I was also, I did, before I launched the course, I was doing some Google Hangout, Google Hangout Live, where I was just talking business, and that that kind of helped get the word out about what I did and what I was talking about and that kind of thing. And social media, too, just trying to post and talk about all the, the same topics that I would be teaching about in the online courses, that I think helped as well. It's kind of cool that like strong marketing practices just kind of went themselves naturally for when your business was ready to grow. Like if you have that base, you know, you can turn it where you need it to go. So that's a good thing for everyone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so Alice, we were just talking about social media marketing and using video and you definitely do a lot of videos, which I am a fan. And I would love for you to talk more about that. Like how did you start using or or why did you start using video in your business? Like what makes a good video? How do you know if a topic should be a video? That kind of thing. Because you do, doulas do have a really weird job to explain to people. And I think video is super effective to, you know, discuss a lot of what we need to discuss because it's both like practical and then like information and then hands-on kind of skills. So do you just want to talk about, yeah, your use of video and... Yeah, sure. That that sounds great. Okay. So, yeah, I so I love video. I think gosh, I was I, when I when I was, you know, hearing your question, I was thinking, how did I get started? I can't remember exactly what forced me to kind of turn on the camera back then. But I I think the I really love learning. I mean, I love learning from video and I just know that, I mean, YouTube is so easy, right? I mean, that we can just, uh, back then, back when I started, Facebook Live wasn't on there, but I mean, it wasn't available. But just the fact that we can turn on the camera and reach people, that's so easily, I think is, it's really, it's just really cool. So I think I, and I also think that when I started blogging, I don't love, I think, I think I mentioned that I hire out Sometimes people help me write. I don't really love just sitting down and writing, but I would much rather have a conversation with people about, you know, this, whatever topic it is. 
I, you know, if somebody said, oh, let's have some coffee and chat about, you know, how to get more clients or something, mm-hmm. I would love it. But if I had to sit down and write, you know, a three-page essay about that, it would be miserable for me. So I think, you know, that makes sense that I like video and just talking to people. It's also really quick, you know, to explain things in a video, which I like. Yeah, I love, I really, I mean, I did YouTube videos pretty regularly. And then this year I have been doing more Facebook live. And I mean, they're both, they're both good. They're a little bit different, right? And I was doing also Periscope for a while. Haven't done Periscope in about a year, but I liked, I liked that as well. The live component is fun to be able to interact with people right then. Also kind of, I don't mind like winging it, just kind of telling, you know, talking about a subject that I am interested in or passionate about and just kind of trying something. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, like with with using YouTube, were you ever super cognizant about like keywords and tagging it and making the description filled or did you just kind of do it naturally and not worry about that part of it? No, I did. I did try to, at least for the description and putting a link in back to my website and trying to, you know, figure out what are people searching for when it comes to doulas and what should I talk about? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do put some thought into that, but yeah, it's usually my ideas for YouTube come from what I should write a blog, thinking about what should I blog about sort of comes first and then um, making a video from that. Well, Alice, thank you so much for chatting with us today. It's been really fun seeing how you've just mastered so many different areas of business and you're really rocking and rolling. And I know it's going to inspire other moms who have an awesome skill to teach to get out there get their clients or get out there and and find online students as we wrap up we love to ask this question of every mamapreneur who comes on the show do you have either a funny or an adorable mom moment you can share with us (laughs) yeah i have i do have a funny moment and it's i feel a little It's not the best. I don't look like the best mom. Let's just say that. But it is pretty funny, I think. So, okay. So I was having a particularly busy day. And I think I was probably, like, packing up some boxes. I remember I was sitting in my, like, little shipping area of my house and trying to just get stuff done. And it was after dinner. And I was, like, you know, just tired and and busy and all that. And so my daughter, uh, my oldest, who's in high school, came in and, you know, she started telling me about, you know, something at school or whatever. And I was just getting frustrated with her because she was slowing me down. And I didn't say it, but inside I was just thinking like, oh, can you just, you know, go do your homework? I need to get this done. So she says, and I said, okay, what are you up here for? Like, why, why do you need me? And she said, I... I'm writing a speech about why you should have a doula and I wanted to interview you. <laughs> so I was, yeah, it was a, I don't know if that's a funny moment. It was, I, I felt bad and laughed at the same time. And I told her, I said, I'm so sorry. I was just getting frustrated with you. And, and here you are doing like she wanted to write a speech about. So does that count as a funny moment? 
Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's like the epitome of being a business mom because you're constantly feeling like kind of busy and overwhelmed. It's hard to like, you know, stop and be attentive to our kids in those moments when they need us. But yet at the same time, our kids are like always watching and like viewing us as these role models, even when we don't (laughs) necessarily feel like we're being a role model. So yes, I mean, Yeah. Yeah. She. <laughs> good news is she made a very good grade on her speech and was very knowledgeable about doulas, so that was good. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm gonna throw in a funny extra question since we know Bethann at the time of recording is pregnant. Do you have like a fun pregnancy or, or labor tip to throw out for like all the? Yeah. Oh. Now what? Ba- what baby is this? This is my first birth because my I have one son, Holden, and we adopted him. And so I this is my first pregnancy and will be my first birth. Yeah. Oh, exciting. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Victoria, I can only give one one Okay. So so hard. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I always tell, tell people like if I could tell all pregnant women, you know, like one thing, my one thing would be to move around in labor. Like it's so much better to move around. Like a lot of people think that and all the pictures you see of birth are women in hospital beds. And certainly there's a time for that. And, you know, if, you're doing an epidural, then of course you have to be in bed. But in before that, that or if you're not doing an epidural, move around. And I think it's something that a lot of women don't know that they can. And a lot of nurses don't know that they can tell their patients to move around. So moving is great. That's my one thing I would tell everyone. That is a good tip. And I am planning here. Well, here's my quote plan (laughs) for now is like stay home as long as I can move around a ton at home try every like possible position and then when I cannot stand it anymore then we'll drive to the hospital and then I want an epidural right away (laughs) so yeah that's yeah but yeah so we'll see that's a really yeah that's a really good plan at home is it's wonderful can I, I'm, at home is good. And when you do get the, I'll throw the like one B of that is you can even quote, like move with an epidural, getting something mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. peanut ball or like rotating your hips or even like rotating sides. So even if you are in bed and, and sometimes you can't actually move a lot with an epidural, depending on how strong it is. But even then, you know, like get your, whoever's with you, yeah. your husband or whatever, like, Hey, let me move around, like roll sides or get something. That's, so, yeah, you, you that's know, so true. Like, so the one B, even when you get to that point, you still can keep it, keep gravity working in mm-hmm. your favor. So you can meet your baby. So yes, that's true. And oh my goodness, I'm already so impatient. Yeah. Like so impatient. And I know I probably have four, I have like four to six weeks until the he will actually be here. But I'm like ready now. <laughs> so Yeah, it is so hard. Those last few days just are, they're hard. They're really, yeah. They can be long. So hang in there. I love that you said four to six weeks. That's good. Yeah. I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah. You've got the range. That's good. That's very good. Smart woman. Sorry. 
Carly, who's on our team, just said that like every month has 30 days, except for the last month of pregnancy that has like 1,800,000 days. Yeah, that is true. Oh, oh that, best of luck, Bethann. That's so, that's very exciting. Oh, thank you. And thanks so much for coming and talking with us today, Alice. This was a lot of fun. And I don't know, I just, I love your business model. I love just all the different ways you're using your skills and talents and passions. So way to go. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> oh, and before we go, can you just tell everyone one more time, where's the best place for them to find you online? Okay. The best place to find me is at 100percentdoula.com. So it's the numbers 100, the word percent spelled out, and then doula, D-O-U-L-A.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Alice. Thanks, guys. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. 